How does an angel meditate? In this episode, we're going to talk about two stories from the life of Haji Mirza Haider Ali, who was known in the West as the angel of Mount Carmel because Abdul Baha gave him that title and see how he used the writings to meditate and improve himself. This is the Baha'i Stories Shortcast. In each episode, we tell a story or two and then reflect on what we can learn from these stories. The stories are from Baha'i sources, but our reflections are purely our personal understanding. Let's start. The angel I'm referring to here is none other than Haji Mirza Haider Ali, who was given the title or was called the Angel of Mount Carmel by Abdul Baha. Haji Mirza Haider Ali, for a certain period of his life, lived in Constantinople when Baha'u'llah was exiled to Adrianople. So friends coming to visit Baha'u'llah on pilgrimage would come through Constantinople, stay a few days, get prepared, and when they left their pilgrimage from Adrianople, they would also stay in Constantinople. And in Constantinople, Haji Mirza Haidali was there. He was transcribing tablets and he would help out in any way he could. One of the things also he would help out with is to purchase things that they needed in Adrianople and have them sent to Adrianople. So once a certain person from Adrianople said that they needed some tea. So Haj Mirza Haider Ali, he purchased some tea and then he sent it. However, the recipient was not so satisfied with the quality of the tea and he wrote a very gentle letter letter to Haj Mirza Haider Ali pointing out that, you know, Haider Ali, please pay more attention because these teas and other things that you buy are going to be used by the Holy Family, by Baha'u'llah himself. Now, Haj Mirza Haider Ali himself says in his memoirs that him being young, haughty and proud took offense of this small piece of kindly advice. And that Haj Mirza Haider Ali even says that in a state of bitterness, I wrote an answer which was not courteous and indeed not even worthy of a believer. So some time passed and Haj Mirza Haider Ali received a tablet from Baha'u'llah. In this tablet, Baha'u'llah assures him that all his services have been graciously accepted. And Baha'u'llah expressed his approval and pleasure. Now, when Haj Mirza Haider Ali read this tablet, he realized that that letter he had written had been a grave mistake. Haider Ali had lived in Baha'u'llah's presence for about seven months. He had come to know, he had come to learn that when the supreme manifestation of God, and these are Haider Ali's words, wants to chastise the soul of a sinner, he does it with the scourge of love and compassion. Haider Ali says that he conceals, referring to Baha'u'llah, our mistakes and forgives us so that the wrongdoers will receive divine education. 
He says further that in addition to that, his forgiving and merciful attitude to the people shows them by example the right path to tolerance and servitude. Haider Ali, from receiving this praise, draws this conclusion. And then he says that he was awakened and came to realize what an impolite letter he had written to one of the servants of the household. Haider Ali continues to say that he turned to God and prayed fervently for forgiveness. He was not even satisfied with that. He even turned to Abdul Baha and implored the master to intervene and ask forgiveness on Haider Ali's behalf. So this is a interesting to see that Haider Ali had a while back written a letter that was incourteous, less than what it should have been. And Baha'u'llah praises him. But Mirza Haider Ali actually connects it to what he has done previously and takes this calling, this way of Baha'u'llah asking him to rise up to a higher level as a lesson. And this is a wonderful example of how Mirza Haider Ali actually did self-reflection through the writings to improve himself. Now there is another story in his memoirs that is basically along the same lines, showing that this was not a one-time thing, but rather it was a habit of his. Now when he then went, uh, after a while, when Haider Ali was in Iran, he kind of realized that he can't take up a new profession. He doesn't have the skills. He's too old to get a new profession. So what he did was that he could, he realized that he could become a scribe. And now this is a very interesting self-reflection. I'm going to read from his memoirs. Haider Ali says, I listened to the promptings of my own self. And he told me that in the Sudan, we used to receive a tablet at least every month or two. So Haider Ali is saying that when he was exiled in Sudan, he was receiving tablets on a fairly regular basis. On top of that, he would also have friends who visited or were in the vicinity who had visited Baha'u'llah. Baha'u'llah would personally ask them to convey his greetings to Haider Ali. Now Haider Ali had been in Iran and he had suffered quite a lot. And he realized that he hadn't received that many tablets. And he says in his memoirs, ever since we had arrived in Iran, there had been no message and no tablet. Such vain imaginings caused me so much distress that I, I was nearly destroyed. I was immersed in a sea of despair. But soon I realized that my agony was due to nothing other than my own ignorance. So Haider Ali continues and says that he continued to transcribe the sacred writings. And then one day, when he was copying the hidden words, he came across this following verse. O son of man, humble thyself before me, that I may graciously visit thee. Arise for the triumph of my cause, that while yet on earth thou mayest obtain the victory. Haider Ali says that, having read this, suddenly 
all the past events of his life flashed before him and he started examining them one by one. And he says, and I'm quoting, as I found nothing except my lowliness and the exaltedness of the bounties of God everywhere and in every instant of my life, I addressed myself saying, act not like the beggars who expect wages for every insignificant deed. And he goes on to say that he was very fortunate to be able to triumph over his despair and come out with a new sense of happiness and responsibility. And that was a turning point in the sense that Haider Ali from then on, as he says himself, refused to allow myself to feel sad and gloomy even if all the friends should ignore me. And he says that whenever the slightest suggestion of self would begin to overtake me, I would reproach my own self and say, this is your own mistake. Now, this was not a one-time event that everything was solved afterwards. He continues to say that because of this inner struggle, he was gradually, gradually able to reach a world of tranquility and immeasurable spiritual exaltation. I find this very interesting that he reads these hidden words and suddenly realizes this despair I'm having, this vain imagining I'm having is because of myself. And he gradually works with it. He starts examining all the previous instances of his life. I find it very interesting that Heirat Ali relied on the power of the writings to self-transform. Their power to transform becomes so much more if we relate what we have done in light of that, that quote or hidden words or anything else from the holy writings. Mirza Haider Ali spent his last years in Akka with the master. In fact, Abdul Bahar asked two of the believers to help Mirza Haider Ali to walk in the sunshine every morning. One, one of these days, his cousin took him by the arm to help him walk. And he asked Haji Mirza Haydalari, what else do you desire? The beloved masters comes to see you every day and grants you the strength to carry the burden of life. Haydalari smiled and said, if you really love me, pray that I will die steadfast in the covenant. And and before he could finish that sentence, his cousin interrupted him and said, What do you mean? You're almost 90 years old and so much loved and respected by the master. And Haider Ali responded, Yes, that is true. But you cannot imagine how very cunning and insidious the self can be. It accompanies a man to the edge of the grave. The only thing that protects us from its deadly grasp is the divine assistance which is granted through prayer. How does an angel meditate? By being consistently aware of the self through prayers and constantly reflecting on his own life and his own thoughts in light of the writings.